I'm Katie. We are Reformed Whore. That's also the name of our band. And you're listening to Mockumental. Comedy music radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. With Killy Mockstar Dwyer. Turn on, tune in, mock out. Come feel funny with us. I wouldn't do otherwise. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn! I'm Kelly Mockstar Dwyer, and welcome to Machiamental, where we feature indie, local comedy, theater, and music, and the artists who create it. Today we are super jazzed to have some of the hottest shows from the Frigid Festival with us for some live jam sneak peeks interviews and calling questions from you out there in the real world. Today's mental drinking game will be to drink every time we mention the Frigid Festival. What? Mock bottoms up. Let's feel funny together. Everybody out there in the real world, this is Killy Mockstar Dwyer, and you are here on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Mockumental, and it is our Frigid Festival special. Oh my God, I'm so excited! It's excited. That means I'm spitting with excitement. Uh, as uh, as we as you heard in the opening statements, uh, tonight's uh, drinking game will be to every time we mention the Frigid Festival. We will take a drink together, you at home, us in the studio. We have a studio packed full of amazing artists from the Frigid Festival. This year is our 11th year as part of the Frigid Festival. Well, not all of us have been in all 11 years. In fact, probably none of us have. Uh, I have done five or maybe six frigids or mini frigids. Um, so you guys got any questions, I got your answers right here. Uh, with us today, we have a di- diff- very differing uh, shows. We have Go Go Gilgamesh. Uh, we have How to Sell Your Gang Rake Baby for Parts. Uh, yes, you did hear that correctly. And we have The Wool Gatherers. Um, so it's going to be a really fun and unique, interesting, different show for Mockumental, as usually we stick to our comedy music but uh, the Frigid Festival is near and dear to my heart. Horse Trade Theater Company is uh, my home, my life, my people, and uh, and these lovely uh, people in my studio are my people. So we're going to start you off like we always do. We're going to warm up the audience a little bit with some uh, some hot stuff by, uh, well, let's start it off with uh, Bridget Everett. I know a lot of you. You look up here, and all you see is a classic all-American beauty, Bridget Everett. But I gotta tell you, it wasn't always like this. When I was a little girl, 
I was real fucked up looking. Like for a while, I had just one front tooth and my, my brothers Brock and Brian called me Fang, right? So I joined the swim team to get some dignity and some self-respect. And I was good. And the better I got, the broader my shoulders got. And then they started calling me Lurch, that guy from the Adams family. You call me that in the street, I'm gonna cut your dick off, okay? Thank you so much. And then my nipples came in. Like not my tits, just my nipples. And they got everybody at school calling me little nippy titty. So I ran home. It was a Friday night, I remember, because I was watching Dallas on the Dukes of Hazard, right? And I'm, and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm crying. And my mom, she looks at me, she says, Bridget, what's wrong? I said, nothing. She said, Bridget, what's wrong? I said, nothing. And then she slid her hand down the back of my pants. Like, not in a fucked up way, but because I got real soft skin. You'll see. <laughs> and she said, Bridget, what's wrong? And I said, well, Brock and Brian got everybody at school calling me a little nippy titty. Do you know what she said to me? Do you know what she said to me? She said, Ooh, don't you cry. Then she said, come with me, let's have a drink. She got them tube sack titties She put them in the air I got these beaver tail titties I put them in the air Put them up, put them up, put them up You got them low riding titties Put them in the air You got them tic tac titties Put them in the air You got them big dog titties Put them in the air Put them up, put them up, put them up Bridget Everett uh, with Titties. Titties! Oh my God! And that's our 
RVD, our Valentine's Day. Uh, we'll start it off that way. To, um, to, it's not really Valentine's Day yet, but I mean, I got my man Craig here, my honey, my lover, my sweet thing, my big cock. Um, it's fat. I will say that. Uh, and uh, you guys know that you can call in here to the station at 718-928-9732 and talk to us at any time. Please have a question, though, and don't ramble at us because that is just that just makes for bad radio. And then I look bad, you guys. You can't make me look bad by calling in. So, But we do encourage you to call in and ask any of the shows anything you want. Um, and I'm sure there's people out there right now raising their hands, but you don't do that. You actually dial 718-928-9732. So let's get started. Um, we have three different shows with us. The next uh, two mockumental shows will be full of frigid shows. Uh, we'll start to my right. Uh, that's with Phoebe and her show. So why don't you introduce yourself uh, and give us like, you know, give us a little blurb. Uh, like, a, wait, what's your vocal blurb or verbal blurb? Oh, God. Yeah, my elevator pitch. Okay, yeah, exactly. picture it. Ancient Sumer, <laughs> 4000 BC. A, uh, it's a so-called... Go, go, Gilgamesh, um, that I wrote. My name is Phoebe Kreutz. I'm doing this in the wrong order. Phoebe Kreutz, show is Go, go, Gilgamesh, <laughs> place, ancient Sumer, musical, singing, dancing, cardboard. Thank you. Ooh, cardboard. That's, uh, I don't know why I took away cardboard from that, but it does sound very... Well, there's a lot of mythological beasts, and uh, oh, we, yeah. we decided to go with the low-budget puppet route. Nice. So, yeah. I hate <laughs> low-budget bu- low puppets are my thing. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they just feel more endearing, well, I think. yeah, and if you break them, then you don't feel so bad. Right. And also, if they don't look too realistic, you get it, because they're you're like, well, that's low-budget. They're, they're going for a thing there. They're going for a thing. It's a choice, yeah. It's a, if, it's a choice, and it's a good choice, and um, the fast First of all, I wanted to say this uh, too, and we should we should drop it at the top, drop it like it's hot um, for Erez, um, who has been such a, a wonderful gift to all of us in the theater community. Um, the uh, festival has been running eleven years, as I said. Uh, is this your first time in the festival? Yeah, Phoebe. Um, have you ever gone to see a frigid show before? I didn't even know that frigid festival existed, and it's extra it's embarrassing because I live like across the street from the Crane Theater, <laughs> and well, I've just been going about my business having no idea that there was all this wonderment now happening. that you know yeah I mean, you're in the know and the, the glorious thing one of the really cool things about the festival is that all of us in the festival get free tickets to all the other shows so we get to see all the shows if we can and want to we which we do we want to oh i i mentioned frigid a couple times oh, so some drinking let's yeah. drink let's drink oh we are in trouble because i got some jameson over here so i'm gonna i gotta sip uh, but I wanted to also say that this, this festival is a non-juried festival, and a non-juried festival encourages uh, emerging and established artists, um, and gives them an opportunity to produce uh, their plays, no matter what the content is, uh, no matter uh, the form or the style. They make it as affordable as possible and accessible. And the best part of it is, and can get it in, amen and hallelujah, we keep, as artists, 100% of the box office. That's right, and they don't own any that we do in the theater we get to take it all with us when we go uh very supportive and loving community the uh frigid festival is all right so let's move on to our wool gatherers uh, the gatherers of the wool um uh, go ahead and tell me your names and give me your uh, as phoebe said good way to put it elevator pitch okay. uh, i'm gj dowding i'm the artistic director of the company that is co-producing uh wool gatherers it's called the silos uh so i've directed the show 
written a bit of the text, and for the first time in our history, I'm in the show nice. fully. And oh, and I'm Virginia Rupert. I am a co-founder of Asylus Theater Company and also the music director. I've written quite a bit of the music that is going to go into Will Gatherers. Nice. And you're in it. And I'm also in it. Thank you. And so Will Gatherers is inspired by the artistry of Patti Smith. It's <gasps> performed. I know. Hallelujah, indeed. <laughs> it's performed as a reimagined music concert right. where we follow the path of three mystical beings who are the Will Gatherers. Um, as they are dropped into bodies in this very tangible earth and are meant to go through a very heartfelt trajectory of finding out who, uh, finding so out oneself, one core. And once you do that, you get to slip back into the realm of being a wool gatherer. Wow, this I love it. I'm very excited. I yeah. when I saw uh, the, I had some uh, I had some big names there uh, that popped out at me um, right away. Uh, I was very excited about the show, so I can't wait to hear more about it. Thank and you. we'll get into how you uh, Silos as a as a company. I want to hear how you guys got together. Have you worked together? How long? We'll get into that. Love but to. Can't let's wait. go to our <laughs> gang rape baby parts people. Uh, now I'm 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 shortening the I'm shortening the title, but I'm sure if you actually maybe if you googled exactly that, you might not find their show. What you're looking for? I think so, you'd find something else. Something, something else entirely. Else. Something else entirely. <laughs> Probably you're gonna want to get this title correct. So, ladies, uh, go ahead. Tell us about the show. Tell us the name. Tell us your names. Uh, the play is called How to Sell Your Gang Rape Baby for Parts. And I wrote it. My name is Libby Emmons, and I am uh, in the play with... I'm Ali Ayala. Who is also my co-producer. Our theater company is called Puss and Puss. Um, We used to be with a company... Only the best parts. (laughs) Only the best parts. (laughs) That's it. Only the best parts. We used to be with a company called Blue Box, and we did a show called Sticky for many years, most notably in residence at Bowery Poetry Club. Ah, BBC! For a good Rest while. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Sad, sad day that that <laughs> Let's pour one out. Let's... Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a drink for BBC! Definitely. Mm. <laughs> a lot of good shit went down there. It was definitely. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. So, um... I went down on a few people. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Memories. Anyway, go on. So this play is about a Trump-loving intern who was knocked Mm. up the hard way, and Uh. the HR admins determined to get her out of it for the good of all humankind. That would be us. We play the HR admins. Not the Trump-loving intern. Not. We hate her. (laughs) We don't care for her at all. But the person that's actually playing the Trump-loving intern. Oh, no, it's just us. Oh, it's just just us. You won't see her. No, no. No. She shouldn't be seen. The name should not be spoken. (laughs) The the person should not be seen. No, her name is Bev Bev Ann. Ann. Oh, Bev. Of course it is. Poor thing. Of course it is. Sweetheart. Poor thing. Bless her. She is, uh, well, we've got lots of things about her. Certainly. You'll good have old, to find out. Good old yeah. Yeah. Band. show. You'll have to find out. So let me ask you this. Well, well since we're on you, we're, we're on top of you. I mean, not in a gang rape kind of way, but we're with you right <laughs> now. We, I want to know about, like, so you guys uh, have, this is the first production with this company, right? That you've, that with Puss We Puss. did this play um, under a different title in the Festival of the Offensive in 2014, mm. I believe it was. I think that's right. 13 or 14. Yeah, I don't 14, know. 14, I think. And where, let me ask you, where is the Festival of the Offensive? Because I want to get into some of that. Yeah, <laughs> our friend uh, Jaqueta Zatmari, who I went to college with, hosted it, and she did it at the Producers Club. 
Um, cool. And she had seen, we had done a short version of this play called mm -hmm. Puff Puff, which was pretty much just the first scene. Mm -hmm. And we did that at Sticky. And Jaquetta came and she said, uh, that was ballsy. It's like you just rolled a big old scrotum right in here. You guys need to turn that into a longer form. So that's right. what we did. And she was like, I'll produce it if you do that. So that's what we did. And we won the coveted most offensive award. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that is the most a, offensive. We're very, a, very proud. You should we're, be. We are very proud of it. That's a, that's a title, yeah. uh, indeed, is but a title. Since, yeah, but since then we have rewritten it for the new... Pussy grabbing America. The new terrible, uh, the new shitstorm of that this is country. Yes, where we are regime. today. Yeah, so that's we rewrote it. Us now. Can we I actually it? submitted this before the election? Oh, and it was a whole different thing. It was then. accepted yeah. after. Oh, and so uh, we rewrote it. So yeah. yeah. Because, well, hey, I mean, we, it, couldn't, we couldn't possibly continue doing it. Trump's America yeah. keeps you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the I don't even least. think he knows what's coming no. next, really. Yeah. He's just like keeps making you on your toes, just grabbing it, knocks you on your ass, grabbing at pussies it. left All and right. Um, do your parents know? <laughs> because I, I know, like, my experience, in fact, uh, my parents may be listening. Sometimes they do listen to the show. Um, but they haven't, they have yet to call in. So, mom and dad, go ahead and give us a call in at 718 928 9732. But, like, I, 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 how are, is this the direction? Do, are you. Do you want to stay political? Do you want to stay kind of pushing those boundaries in that way? I mean, you're not going to next do a children's show, I don't think. Like you guys, oh, this no. is no, what, certainly this not. is where your no, heart no. lies. This is where your your the actions at it's, for you guys. It's post feminist theater all the way. This all the has way. always been. Yeah. Let's, let's drink up that. Yeah, that's not even. I don't even say frigid festival. It's post feminist theater. theater. I'm gonna. Post feminist theater. Yeah, so that's what that's what we're doing. We're doing. Um, I mean, it's political in the sense of. Okay, well, um, that's it. Thanks. Good night. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's political in the sense that um, you know everyone in hates, every sense really everyone hates women. Yeah, and that's 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 why Bev Ann. We don't need to see her because she's. That's even that's more clear now correct, than yes. ever before. Yeah. You know, that's I mean, we have oh been God, told what our place is. Everybody's got their Kleenex out here. And, you guys can't uh, see it, but uh, we're wiping I mean, away it, some tears for the ladies in America. You know, and before, before Hillary Clinton lost the election mm -hmm. so triumphantly, uh, uh, <laughs> wow, that's the, that's an interesting, very interesting way to put it. Um, uh, you know, women were valued for what? For fucking, for mm -hmm. mothering, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. whoring, for mm -hmm. those things. Mm -hmm. And now Co it is sometimes clear cooking. we are sometimes. Mm -hmm. And now it is clear we are valued for not even those base things God. that we have been fighting against being valued for this <sighs> whole time. It's so like, that's why we're doing this show. Well, hopefully, if we break it all down, we can rebuild it in a better way, and that's what theater I think can do. And you know, I mean, that's what, that's the aim, that's the goal, that's what I think. You know, it feels like you guys are doing to me. Um, well, but getting back to the pointed question, are your parents listening oh. currently? I oh, mean, do they, yeah. are they, are they, are no. they were, did you grow up, did you guys grow up in a, like that supportive, you know, <laughs> Libby or are, you, are you rebelling against, are you rebelling? I no. mean, and that's a good question for everybody. Uh, I want to come, I want to come around and, and, uh, and, you know, is your, is your theater 
I did grow up in the very, I'm Allie again. Uh, uh, I did grow up in the very supportive, supportive household. Nice. But no, my parents do not know. They don't even know. I mean, they no. know we're doing They a did play. not get the invitation. <laughs> yes. They won't be coming well, to see Well, I did notice it. that on the uh, Facebook invite, it does say gang R, baby. Oh, now, did they make you do that? Yeah. Facebook made us do they, that. They will not allow you to put no. rape in the title? No. Fascists. All right, let's drink. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh. Because if you don't say it, then it doesn't, it's it doesn't, not happening. Yeah. Right? Rape doesn't really exist. Right, it doesn't, it's not, it's again, another way to put women, sure. you know. Plus, it's not rape if the man wants it, right? Oh, right, exactly. Wow. Yeah. No, my, my parents know that I'm doing this show, and I've invited them to see it. Right. Um, but I had a strange... Do you think they'll come? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, mom might. Mom, my mom, my mom, mom and dad, might. Mom and dad, were you? Are you going to yeah. come to the show? My mom yeah. might come under pressure from her uh, her feminist friends, friends yes. who are. I mean, my mom's terrific. My dad's terrific. But I, yeah, I, we all, I cast, all our parents are great. It's, I cast fine. off their, their expectations in an odd metaphysical experience at the end of last year, and I'm not looking back. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's very freeing. Yeah, I, think. I feel so much better. Um, all right. Well, we'll come back to you guys. This is I'm liking this. Uh, feeling the, I'm feeling this corner over here. Uh, my my um, parts people are uh, here to my left. Uh, if you could just picture it in the studio, it's a it's a vast, huge. Uh, gosh, I would call it a uh, it's like a palace of a studio. Uh, it spreads out so far. So many comfy couches. It's almost hard to feel cozy in it because it's just so, so open and uh, comforting. But the down comforters really. Oh, uh, I know the throw mm -hmm. pillows and the fire. The, the fire, fire. You know, we try to do our best to make everyone comfortable. Um, I want to come back to my wool gatherers because um, Patty, Patty, I'm gonna raise it up for Patty. I gonna, I'm doing the. I'm doing the. Um, I don't know. Pump raise my fist. Pump. I'm raising the roof. The roof. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been no so long since that was acceptable to do that I was doing it and didn't remember what it was called. Uh, <laughs> it's not appropriate to raise the roof. It is appropriate to write uh, a show uh, sort of uh, sweeping around this uh, this wonderful subject. Um, how? Why? When? Where? What? Yes, yes. All good. Those are all, all. Thank you. Uh, so this is I pride myself as a radio <laughs> producer for my questions. Um, this is the third installment in a performance trilogy that we've created based on American authors. Nice. Um, that being said, it is a standalone. You don't have to do the first two to really get what's right. happening this one. It's completely <laughs> a standalone. Uh, but the first two were, it was Bob Dylan and then Sylvia Plath. And nice. now this is Patty Smith. That only makes sense. You know, if it's not one, it's the other. Right. I mean, you know, Bob Dylan and Patty Smith. So of sense, this, uh, sure. if, if we're comparing it to the Star Wars original oh, trilogy, is yeah. this... This is sort the of the six, or this is sort of like a prequel or something. Oh, oh! So it we're... really depends on who you are in the play. Whether this is a prequel, right? A and sequel. so, how many? Yeah. How many do you have in your cast? Uh, so, uh, we have three company members in this country right now. One of our company members <laughs> is stuck in Italy. Oh no! Uh, is this a thing that a, we're going to have to deal for with? For a visa that was denied after already approved. Oh it. shit, Craig. Yeah. Let's, Let's get Craig. We can have Craig stand in. Craig, you want to do it? <laughs> Come on, you can do it. Uh, no. <laughs> no, Craig, this is, Craig can't do it. I'm sorry. We tried. 
But why? You know? So, so it was, is it really the, from the band and, and the whole? No, it, it was actually a, a. It was more of a foreshadowing, I think. Oh. Uh, she went in the summer just How to poetic. go to Italy for the summer, <laughs> uh, uh, and when mistakes her, were made. When her visa went to the embassy, they said, oh, no, this isn't okay. And she's been there waiting for an answer ever since. And she still probably has two months or so to wait. So currently, we're three. there's three of them and Mm -hmm. there's one of me. So we're four total. Right. Four in the show. Three of them, Um, one of you. (laughs) And so our last show ended last October. And then we had a few months. We always have a few months of sort of like Mm -hmm. just taking in information and seeing what seems to be resonating for a new production. Exactly. And I think I, you know, I had just read M Train or was wanting to read M Train. And <gasps> yes. I was watching interviews by Patti Smith and kind of like struggling with, why am I making art? What does mm-hmm. art do? What can, what can we do? And I have this inherent nostalgia for times past and thinking it was better. And I watched this video of her talking about how the youth um, should make art. And I, and I, the, I'm, I'm right yes. on board with you. I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. And it really, uh, it touched me in the same exact yeah. way. And I was like, wow, th- it's interesting. That's why I was like, oh, yeah. um, because I, I just thought it too, it could make such a great now show, um, Absolutely. you know, I mean, because we kind of need Absolutely. this. We need our artists. We need the young people to be mm-hmm. um, inspired by this kind of uh, feeling yeah. that there was at that time, Absolutely. I think. And sort of coming right back around to Absolutely. sort of the era, post-era of, um, I don't know, I guess it was post-60s free love stuff. And yeah. it was like this hard, brash, you know, exciting. Yeah. I don't know. You like go. A, I'm like, not, why am I was, talking about your you show? Know, it, you it, go it, on. It, yeah, it was sort of this explosion of punk rock that I yeah. think we're all sort of feeling ready to again. rage um yeah and so she just sort of had this energy when you listen to her talk that you know and she has this great quote i'm not gonna quote it right now because i don't know it but um that the present is always like we've never reached the golden age yeah we're always in the wonderful sphere where we can create the golden age right and i think right now i mean this is a very beautiful um strong independent woman and my company is all women and when we started making the show i sort of stepped away and said, here's some like prompts and you all create. And so, I mean, it's been a hugely devised piece. We always do devised work, but this is sort of every person has a part. And as a, as a cisgender male, I don't really feel like I should be telling these women how to create this show, which is inspired by a woman. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the day after the election happened, we had a, we had a rehearsal Ooh. and I sort of wanted to cancel because I was just like, not want to get out of bed. <sighs> we sort of all came to rehearsal and just had a group hug, had a quick little cry yeah, and had just had a beautiful rehearsal of sort of acknowledging how political our show is and how much it celebrates the complex, the complexity and the diversity and the power of women and how it's not there's so many is not one way of talking about and i'm loving i'm loving this because the two shows for me listening to you guys it's like it's not well i mean it's hitting you over the head but it's not punching you well it's beating okay wait (laughs) what i'm trying to say is it's coming at the subject of women but it's kind of like Mm -hmm. around this sort of certain we're not saying this is 
gonna be this is a show about women and how we're treated and how we're dismissed and you know it's Absolutely. it's very two diverse different <laughs> ways of of coming at it so um very excited if i feel like you guys go together like um reese's and wait no chocolate and peanut butter and yes. reese's now there's the chocolate peanut butter with reese's in it oh my god uh, that's sorry, phoebe what? phoebe's what? the reese's what? what i'm sorry what there are what? there is the um go back no wait <laughs> okay so the re- there's the reese's peanut butter cups and they now have the reese's pieces Oh no. Yes. Can I get a hallelujah? Wait. Oh, take a drink. Is it is it is it sort of a giant cup or is it No, it doesn't even need to be giant. They make the little Reese's pieces smaller for it. So it's like it's actually eaten its young. It's called Yes. It is eating its young and then you're eating it. And so it's meta. This is a girl who's in a Sylvia Plath show with the silos. Makes a lot of sense right now. It's like a chocolate eating chocolate. It's It's uh, there's something uh, sadistic, something uh, something uh, so delicious though. Um, oh, and d- speaking of delicious, let's come back to uh, Go Go Gilgamesh, okay. uh, Phoebe Kreutz, uh show. Um, now you, this is a whole team. You got a team. You got I've, you I've got, got like the got NASA running this show. Yeah, yeah. It, it I mean, for a frigid a... show, for uh, and I'm going to say this for real, for a frigid show, you guys have a large uh, company I, ensemble. I haven't knowing nothing about it either way. I guess I, guess I do. I don't know. Like, I, I don't even. Yeah, I'm, I could show up. There could be. We could be the smallest one. I don't know. I yeah. We um, it used to be a much bigger cast. The first time we did this show, I think it was like twenty three people. Right. Um, and uh, holy so shit. My goal the last in rewriting it was. And you guys are in the crane, right? We're gonna be at the crane. Yeah, we Good. tried to get into the small, but they said you were too big. So yeah, fuck it. You're too big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys would be there, but you guys would all be like wedged in. Yeah. And sort of. Like yeah. So. Little. Uh, Little cakes together, <laughs> like little Reese's peanut butter cups with mm. Reese's piece. I'm sorry. Anyway, I, I keep diverting to chocolate. Uh, if you guys want to sponsor my show, Reese's, <laughs> please uh, reach out. Anyway, go on, go on. Uh, we are in the crane, um, and you have a large ensemble. We have a large ensemble. Yeah. Um, and this is you guys have been doing this uh, for a bit. Well, it all, sh- I started writing it a while ago. I I um. I just wrote it on my guitar. You know, I have sort of a dual life of like little folk singing where I go around with my guitar and sing little songs. Uh, let me just uh, um, divert and say it's not little. Like you are a very uh, lovely part of the um, anti-folk scene as well, which you are playing on, on February the 16th. The yeah. 16th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At what time? I don't remember. Well, it's a huge, it's, it's an amazing <laughs> night. Somebody, yeah, come um, for the whole night. throwing it out there. Come for the whole night because she's, just, the whole night is killer. Anyway, you do do an amazing. So I do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I also write lyrics for like more like sort of traditional, you know, music theater kind of things. And, right. you know, with fancy composers who know how to write sheet music and everything. Mm, so fancy. And so that always was pretty fun. But then you have to wait for the composer to write the stuff down. And so I sort of thought, well, now maybe I could just sort of do it myself as long as somebody else will figure out what harmonies are and so that's uh, that's what I did I, I wrote the whole show on my guitar and then this great guy Ezra Lowry came on board and worked out pretty harmonies and we cast it um, with our, our director Jacob Brandt uh, how did you cast it can I ask like where did you go did you it go was, on Craigslist did you go it was on like actors show. yeah it was every well you know we had some friends um, from like the fir- when I did it before when it was like the huge cast it was pretty much just like my friends from anti-folk world and 
also just like our friends who do weren't I even know? performers. Can I ask, like, do I know anyone um, in the cast? Well, do you know Susan Wong? Yes. Yeah, so I she's do. still in it. She's the, oh. she's the holdover oh, from, the, from okay. the old days. Right yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, who else that you might know? Well, Brian Speaker, do you know that guy? Of course. Yeah. Brian so, recorded my uh, one of my albums. So, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he recused himself this time because he has a stupid baby ah, he wants to spend ba- time with. It's like, I have a baby, Brian. You don't see me complaining about it. babies. Yeah. Why didn't you bring the baby? The baby would not be helpful I know. in this scenario. <laughs> Anybody wants that. to see the All baby right. can come over and see the baby. Yeah. He's very nice. Always yeah, come yeah. over and see the baby. The baby is also a lovely side project that Phoebe has been working on for that, some time. That's how I like to think of him. Yes, mm-hmm. I think he, he'll appreciate that as he gets older. Um, so it, it's gone through some stages. Different it's gone stages. through some different castings. Yeah. Do you think... Have have you rewritten it since? Uh, yeah, is it is it in a constant state of flux? Yeah, well, it got a lot. It got a lot longer. I got a grant from the New York Society Library, nice. and if you guys let don't me know write about that this, down. you guys should know about this because the New York Society everybody's, Library everybody's on their phone like is, putting it in. They will give you money if you are a woman artist. Um, <gasps> Ooh, yay! And, um, and they're incredibly supportive and and lovely, and it's definitely worth checking out. Say that um, one more time. The New York Society Library. Oh, it sounds so fancy. I know, it sounds fancy, but it it feels fancy in there, but it's actually, they say it's the first public library in America. It was started in like 1690 or something. Libraries are far more important as Ms. DeVos has come into office. Oh, Oh, yeah. Libraries, get your library cards, kids. Get your library cards. Just a little public service announcement. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's it's growing always constantly. Yeah, um, so we made it a lot longer for the library show, and then we had to shrink it down because mm-hmm. I don't know if, if the listeners know, but it's an hour max, apparently. Yes, it Bridget. is. So we, had gotta to, we cut a lot of cut fat the out fat. of there. Yeah, which I think ended up being good. I think it really made me think about what was necessary, you know. It's like there's the Facebook version and there's the Twitter version of something, and yeah. you got to get it down. 140 characters because that's all we got to have. That's right. Gilgamesh doesn't need to have two songs at the beginning of the show. We'll get the idea if he sings one too, song. Too many then, songs yeah. or one half song. <laughs> um, I. Uh, I would love for you to sing a song right now, if oh, that God. if that if that if 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 that feels good to you. Yeah. Um, you are listening to Mockumental meets the Frigid Festival. <laughs> I need like a we babe. We need a sound effect for that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me get it. Gotta get in there. Oh. <laughs> okay, that was that was that? that was subpar. <laughs> that was subpar, but that's okay. We'll. We'll let you work on it. We'll come back to it. Um, yeah, we uh, we're meeting up. Uh, we're co-joined, like co-joined. We're like conjoined twins. Um, uh, Mockumental and Frigid Festival. I feel like um, you know I was separated from errors at birth, maybe. Um, but Phoebe is going to do a song from Go Go Gilgamesh right now. And thank you for joining us at Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, please feel free to call in at 718-928-9732. Uh, but wait till Phoebe's done because we want to hear this uh, amazing tune. All right, hit it. And, and p- please feel free to set it up. I probably should set up just a little bit. First of all, to say that I don't sing this song in the show. So if you don't like the way it sounds when I'm doing it, you should still come see the show because the <laughs> actors who play it in real life do it much better than I do. Um, but so this is... Um, these are the gods Shamash and Ishtar, um, ancient Sumerian gods, and uh, and this is the sort of the top of the show when they're talking about what they do. Um, Why is the world the way it is? Hear our omnipotent report. We gods may live forever, but our attention spans are short. 
we made the world. In the beginning, we put that sphere right over here, and then we set the whole thing spinning, and we made life, made all the creatures. Yeah, but that first creative burst seemed to be way more bugs than features. Whoa, try and try again. Whoa, cause I got bored by the dinosaur and his ginormous size. Though he could scream with a mighty roar that shook the very skies. Still I knew there was something more, cause looking in his eyes, they're dull and flat. I don't want to be a god to something like that. A god to something like that. So we're gods. So when we get disappointed, what do we do? Destroyed them all. Complete and fully. Started from scratch with a new batch of fauna, saber-toothed and woolly. And they were cool and great at killing. But they were dumb. We wanted something that was somehow more fulfilling. Whoa, try and try again. Whoa, cause I got bored by the bumblebee, the lemur, and the ray. All the beasts of the land and sea, a surf and turf buffet. We hit gold with the chimpanzee, but couldn't make him pray or wear a hat. <laughs> I don't want to be a god to something like that God to something like that So we made man, 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 man That was the plan, 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 plan but ever since his first arrival Seems he's bent on mere survival All the looting, all the killing Sure it's nice, but where's it thrilling? I want someone who'll reflect us Not this plain homo erectus I want passion, I want fire I want humor and desire If these folks refuse to thrill me Step aside, I'm gonna kill them all Cause I get bored way too easily by all this mortal flesh Where's the spark? Where's the joie de vie? The hint of something fresh <laughs> Wait, let's make one Great as you and me And call him Gilgamesh See what he'll do Gilgamesh enters and I could be a god to someone I could be a god to someone I could be a god to someone Like you Like you Like you I was looking for my shaker because I was just like, I was feeling the shaker to that, man. I just yeah. wanted. There is a shaker in that song. I, I you could sense that. I can sense shaker. Wow, that I, was impressive. Yeah. I have a sixth sensor. <laughs> did that, you guys, got, yeah. did you guys, that was that. Um, 
I'm sorry. My jokes will get better as I get drunker. I, uh, no, they won't. That's a lie. I, how fun is it and how cool is it to write for somebody else? Is it, do you really enjoy, like, write, like, do you enjoy hearing someone else sing your yeah. stuff? I mean, isn't that, isn't, isn't this whole, like, other level of yeah, yeah, yeah. coolness No, to that? it's the best, especially when they're doing things that I just can't do, you know, I right. feel like, isn't it, it makes me think. Yeah, in Although a totally I really different way. the version that you just did. So that was crap. Like you just that was crap. Like you know it and I know it. No, it was not. It was awesome. <laughs> it should have been two people. You they should getting... have been fighting. They should have been wearing better outfits. And we know, have but, it on um... we have it on Facebook Live, but you know, I mean okay. in here in the studio, um, you know, there were. I mean, how does somebody not they don't know if there weren't two people. I mean, you know, they, no, it's true. They, yeah, they yeah. maybe know. <gasps> Show oh, good! That was so awesome. Oh, wow! Nice. Great. It's working. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. We're having the they're having the circle of life. That's you guys. two. Fridges That's two. I know. Bringing people yeah. together. We're Let's totally take a sip. Him. Let's take a drink. Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a moment. I'm gonna uh, play a song so we can. Uh, it's it's heated here in the studio. I want to turn the air conditioning on for a second. That's the goddamn truth of it all. <laughs> and then we're gonna uh, come back, and the wool gatherers are gonna play us a little tune. I think Ooh. so. Uh, but for now, uh, I think what I would like to do is uh, say on the Valentine's the VD. We'll keep a, we'll keep VD in it. Um, the Frigid Festival VD, and we'll throw some Reggie on here. You got me turned up.
And that was the wonderful and amazing Mr. Reggie Watts. We love Reggie. Uh, Reggie DeMann. Um, and what about blowjobs? Uh, kind of giving a little homage to the VD, to the Valentine's Day, to my lover who helps me run <laughs> the show. And also to you, Craig. Um, <laughs> boom. Dropping them. So, uh, yeah, um, let's... I want to get back into this uh, this frigid thing now. Uh, frigid, I want—I haven't mentioned when frigid it, which I think it's a good idea to probably probably tell people. Um, it starts on Monday, February thirteenth, and runs through Sunday, March fifth. Um, and it's at both uh, under St. Mark's Theater, which is ninety-four St. Mark Street, and also at the Crane Theater, which is on Fourth Street, next to the uh, you see the um, the fish, the the uh, neon fish above it. So uh, come uh, check out uh, the website at horsetrade.info. You can see all about all the shows. There's tons of amazing shows. Um, obviously the three here today and my own uh, show, uh, which is called Not Show Business, um, we're talking about right now. I'm also having on my next show uh, in, in two weeks, not, not next Friday, but the Friday after, I'm having two other shows um, here in the studio. So join us back for that. Find out more about the Frigid Festival. Um, we are back. Uh, we just had uh, Phoebe Kreutz, uh sang a wonderful song from Go Go Gilgamesh. Uh, get definitely got to check that out. What are your dates, Phoebe? Um, or at least you know, give me give us a couple, like maybe. Well, it opens at uh, this Wednesday, uh, February fifteenth at eight fifty. Nice. Um, they give you kind of wacky times because everybody's in in you know rotation over there. So yeah, it's Wednesday and no late entries at eight fifty. So oh, is I was, that true? Are they yeah. sure about that? I'm I I usually tell people I don't care. Like if you don't care, then you can kind of like yeah. But generally, maybe I care. Maybe I'll start caring. That's yeah. Like I mean, it's like about. get there yeah. on time. Yeah. I I tell people ten minutes early. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. at okay. least or maybe twenty. <laughs> well, it's true, right? Because there's like what like we have right here. There's thirty shows mm -hmm. over hundreds performances. So yeah. Cram it in. A lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come for the night. We got Saturday at 5, then the Tuesday at 10.30 Tuesday at night. Tuesday the what? 
oh, um, Tuesday the 21st, Saturday right. the 18th, right. Saturday also the 25th at 5, and mm. then the following Tuesday the 28th at 8.50. Nice. So. Um, yeah, and... Symmetrical. Uh, uh, directed by Jacob Brandt. Um, how did you guys... How did you guys come across one another? I met Jacob through um, Cesar Alvarez, mm-hmm. um, who then introduced me to Lilith Glimpscher, who then introduced me to Jacob. He's a friend of a friend of a, a friend of a friend. And he just walked in and he said, I want to make sets out of cardboard and I want everybody to play their own instruments and bang pots and I pans. Love it. And I said, that sounds good. Let's do that. You're the director. It sounds like great fun. It sounds like the audience is going to have a blast. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, it's a it's a feel good show. It it's is. A, it's it's pretty frothy. You know, I mean, it's the first story ever written by. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. I, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice vocab. <laughs> you had some nice vocab words earlier, too, though. I'm not kidding. I was like, I got to look up some of that shit later. Like, uh, but frothy, I actually know what that means. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bubbly, uh, inviting, um, foamy. That's probably how I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, foamy, <laughs> um, yeasty. Yeah. <laughs> did you say yeasty? I did. <laughs> I kind of wish that I hadn't now, but um. <laughs> I, I mean, we we mean yeasty in like the good way, though. Yeah. You know. Um. All right. Well, uh, speaking of yeasty, let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, in, um, in, yes, you're females, but also, uh, when the production of wool, no, this Uh, is, I'm, you guys got to save me. You got to save me. Oh yeah. Right. It's it's just texture. It can get texture and take it away. Wool gatherers. Uh, we, we, we want to hear some music from you guys too. Um, first of all, set up kind of like, uh, you're obviously the music director or the music writer wrote, wrote director, producer of the music. I wrote most, uh, I am the music director. Right. Very exciting for me. Uh, and so now, are you like, do you have a solo career? Do you also do your own thing? Like, you play in the uke on the daily, or, or, or you're, That's this an is, excellent question. you're a composer and you also play. I do. Write I for do shows. play the ukulele and I do uh, write music. I have a degree in opera. <gasps> That's um, right. I read this because I have a degree. Well, I don't have it. Actually, I quit a year before I got a degree in opera because I figured that was. We all do. Yeah. Three, <laughs> three years in. I was three years fair. in. I was like a year away. My parents were like, one more what year. And I'm hell? like, oh, oh, yeah. I will not. <laughs> you cannot make me. You know, whatever. Was, That's Puccini, right? Something. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, um, I think he also did the same Some thing. early work by Puccini. Ooh. A lot of people don't know it. Uh, kind of Puccini trying to piss off his parents. Uh. Right. <laughs> he thought it would be his later work since right. his last year. <laughs> <in> the world, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. He was just too damn good. Uh, same thing happened to me, actually. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, no, I was I was meant to do music and decided not to do it. And luckily, I found GJ. And he convinced me that, no, I actually need to continue to perform and write. And that's how I express myself now. And I... I'm so thankful for that. I'm very excited. So set up this uh, tune. I know I'm going to actually have to set up this tune, too, because Great. I so have the tune here. We can talk while you're setting it up. Yeah, I actually... I'm, look, I'm set up. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, my no. Still talk. <laughs> See, no it's a radio talk, show. Then. So that's the, that's the beauty of it is that we want, we to, we uh-huh. want you to talk. So go ahead and talk. So, uh, so I mean, textually, uh, this is a bit of a mashup. Um, so the song. Can I get my shaker out? This, yeah, 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 please. It might, it might, it might help. It'd be slow shake, so. Oh, sha sha. This song we call Advice to Hobo's Model, which is um, 
It's a selection of text from Bob Dylan's experimental poetry prose piece in the 60s called Tarantula, which is what our first show in this trilogy mm-hmm. is based on, Crystal Jukebox Hymn. So we pulled that song for this show. So the text is Bob Dylan. Uh, my dearest friend Hillary Capps, is a singer-songwriter, wrote the, her and her boyfriend, Anthony Farina, wrote the music for it. Um, and in this show, uh, a company member, Yael, who's not here, sings what I'm going to sing. I'm going to try to sing that. Yeah. Um, and Virginia's duality that goes along with the advice of his model is her own variation uh, that she melodically crafted off of Patti Smith's Dancing Barefoot. Wow, um, this is like intricate and got a lot going on. I'm digging this. this. But, but part three, part three is that Virginia is going to start it with an acapella rendition, <gasps> which is written by me Ooh. and put to music by her. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> There's a lot of layers. This is like a mother-son uh, relationship coming to a head and to resolution. Nice. This yes. entire song is about a three-year process that we've taken to yeah, write it, Yeah, pretty I much. Think. This is three years in yeah. the making of, well you better not yeah. fuck it up that's all i gotta say because like three years you know i'm just kidding yeah, well, that's a that's a joke and we'll get to that well the uh, audience better tell me that they like it whether they do or not they better <laughs> the reviews are in let me tell you and i'm writing it right now i'm gonna like i'm putting it on your page I loved Thank it you. that song had so many layers right layers like layers. cake oh, like a like a t- 10 tier cake okay like great so, so you do and then you go and then you'll point at me yes. and then i'll just push play and Please then it'll do. be magic. It'll We're be radio away all, magic. All our tech tricks, all of our right? Secrets. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, here we I'm go. I'm also a little nervous because hey, I radio Brooklyn. And actually, you know. Are you guys both singing? Well, we're going to, yeah. I guess yeah, we're so gonna yeah, lean really in. Intimate. Get together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, this is so cute. Oh, Look at that. Let's get a picture. Yeah, we oh, we, we're on Facebook Live. Okay, Beautiful. go. Great. Hit it. The boy sits on her knees and sways. In the ocean, there are washing waves. There are tranquil resolutions. Evolutions of sleek creatures bubbling. She is sublimation. She is the essence of thee. She is the root connection. She is connecting with thee. Here I go.
your hats with rum and heave it in to the face of hailstone and not expect anything new to be Dogs wag their tails goodbye to you And Robin Hood watches you from From a stained glass window Why must we pray screaming? Why must not death be redefined? We shut our eyes, we stretch out our arms, a whirl on a pane of glass, an asphyxiation, a fix on anything, the line of life, the limb of a tree, the hands of he, and the promise that we are blessed among women. be more in it because it, it, I, I was like looking at all the buttons and making sure everything sounded great but how let me just ask you this Virginia wh- how did you just do that without hearing because at first you didn't have headphones on could you hear the music like what was going on the perfect pitch what's happening was that magic I don't even know yes I'm a wizard oh well then <laughs> that, obviously that's the answer uh, what a beautiful lovely moment that just was thank you for that i feel like that that's that's frigidity right there that's that's you know frigid is cold but man does this shit warm you up for real we need that right about now we really do yeah we're all uh we're all in deep need of some stuff right now uh you're right the layers (laughs) because i was like adjusting and i'm making sure and i'm doing but i'm also i was really uh it was it's like an intense kind of but very um kind of cradling kind of song like like the mother yeah son it just looked very beautiful i'm 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 kind of i'm a little bit at a loss for words you guys it just doesn't happen to me very often we hope every day people will be verklempt yes that's our, that's our goal well then you, you well you got that one today so you. you got that from me um really beautiful uh now how so throughout the show would you say that the show is mostly music would you say that it's half music would you say that it's it it does it tend to feel operetta-esque no uh, you're I like no no i mean i i I would say it's about half and half, yeah. music and text. Um, so you would you say it's an officially in a, mu- a musical? You know, it, it, I I hate to use that term because I feel like musicals, the music just <laughs> comes out of nowhere. I'm singing because there's flowers and birds mm-hmm. and I'm sad and I'm happy. Right. Um, but all these songs make sense. 
Yeah. Honestly, I, that's that's my goal yeah. uh, with this show is to make sure that all the music comes out of a natural place, whether that's right. uh, making that we're writing the music in the show or if it's ritualistic mm-hmm. or whatnot. But all the music seems to make sense in yeah. where it goes. Uh, I feel like that made goal. sense to me. But also that... just to sort of like reiterate that it, uh, our idea is that it's a reimagined concert. So right. it's, it's sort of like there are these moments of... Um, very play elements happening mm-hmm. and then we drop into a song because we're sort of like giving that idea of sort of like punk rock picking right up the an concert sort, sort of, of like launching aspect into a of song. it right yeah i feel that yeah, i felt which, that like yeah. it worked here and i feel like if it can work in this sort of like you, you know in this room i mean not out there in the world like what people just heard is just, they're like what that mind blown that was amazing but like even in just in this circle where you know at one point you couldn't hear the music and it went you know we're all sort of some people have headphones some people don't it really worked it was just so beautiful and it, it just you know kind of really gave me a great idea of what you guys are going for so bravo to you guys i I loving it loving the way it worked together loving the two of you doing it together i know and then they hugged at the end it was like the (laughs) cutest thing ever it It was literally like the cutest thing um i mean uh, that last line just yeah he and the promise that we are blessed among women which is which is um Patty Smith and dancing barefoot. She goes into the sort of a spoken word right. uh, cycle as as the instrumentation's happening, and that's the exact text. And it's just how so po- how, more, how much more poignant could that be right now? I have to say thank you to her in this current political climate. I she's speaking to us from lot. there, yeah. you know, yeah. from that spit from that spot. You know, yeah. it's amazing how that happens. I. I I interest just oddly and in, in kind of off on a, another tangent, but I was going through a box of things my parents sent me because they moved from their the house I grew up in and they moved to Vegas. It's a whole thing. It's a whole oh. story. So they saved this really random shit from because like I had of course I was a hoarder when I lived at their house and then I, up until I was like <laughs> twenty two I would store all my shit there. So they decided like one a half of one box because I think when they like weighed it they didn't want it to be over a certain weight so they just sort of like took some stuff. I don't even know what the hell they put in. <laughs> There's just this random assortment of shit that they th- threw into this uh, box, and I and I pulled out this th- this letter my mom wrote me from 20, uh. 20 years ago, and I was in college, and she was like my first semester in college, and she was like, um, ta- I literally felt like she was talking to me about the show that I'm in right now that I'm writing, and uh, like encouraging wow. me and being like, you're good under pressure, and you can, um, you know, you worry more than you need to, and mm-hmm. everything will come together. And I was like, oh my God, she wrote it from the past, but it means so much it's, right it's now, and right I found now. it in the box, and it just makes so much sense. Um, but it, I think that, you know, that's the beauty of um, things that can travel through time and space, yeah. is that it makes sense, and we we have to learn, unfortunately, we have to learn a lot of the same lessons over and over again, but we also get to hear and react to a lot of uh, art in a new and different way uh, with experience and time. So I think, Absolutely. yes, well, you Absolutely. don't have to raise it. You can just Smith know that you guys are doing this. I mean, have you written her? We've tried to reach out, and it's just it's very hard. Um, I actually contacted the gallery that um, represents her. Um, on two occasions because we've done different iterations of this but this is our like fully produced version um, and they've never responded (laughs) and keep writing I I would say keep writing and and keep 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 on it and find ways around like find people someone who might know someone who might know I mean I, I mean I follow her daughter on Instagram but it seems sort of creepy to be like hey 
That's so, what Instagram is hey, meant for. I to guess be creepy. So. Yeah, it's I Instagram. So. That's what the, the, the onset and the, the envision. That's what they envisioned when Instagram. <laughs> I suppose that's so. The Kardashians yeah. and right. <laughs> creepiness. I you know, I was getting out to Patty Smith. Yeah, I will say if she doesn't know about it before Radio Brooklyn, she definitely knows now. Yeah, because hello, Patty. Yes. Give us a ring. Call us at seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. We're here for you. We want to hear from you. We'd love to answer your questions. We'd love questions. to field any uh, questions that you might have. And also, you know, with the with the you know, obviously, you can make a video. I hope of the with the current you know incarnation of the show. Yeah, you yeah. Can send it. Absolutely. Put it on the YouTube tagger. I don't know. Absolutely. I'm always yeah, all, all about Twitter. I mean, I have a you good. Know, I've never gone into Twitter. It I'm just, a, I'm a, I'm like a Twitter. I thought I was going to do it for this festival, and I still haven't done. It. You know, I Please just. Teach me. I will tweet yeah. for you guys. Right. I will tweet for you. Um, I am. I do. Have, I um, do like the twits. We have money set aside for someone to run our Twitter. Oh well, so then perfect. excellent. It's all well, coming together. Job. Then I have a job. <laughs> My life is all coming together in the basement. Of, <laughs> you are listening to Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Don't forget, you can support uh, Radio Free Brooklyn by going to our uh, our www.radiofreebrooklyn.com. There's a Patreon button, and boom, you can give us a little money. You can give my show specifically support my show. Uh, we are looking for a liquor sponsor because we do uh, the booze fest situation. Uh, drinking game um, and also my Patreon is uh, Kelly Dwyer so check me out on Patreon you can always support me and my work um, and do you guys have any sort of way that uh, do you have a website for this do you have uh, a yeah, yeah uh, what is that well our company website is asylos A-S-Y-L-O-S theater dot right. com um, our Facebook page is the same. Right. Our Instagram is the same. Yeah. Okay. So get a hold of them. Find them. Give them money. Please. Or just reach yeah. out to Pat. We Pat don't need her. Yeah, that would be nice. Oh, no. uh, just kidding. Yeah, you do. That's a joke. Artists, we, we actually need... have an active link where you can donate us money. So yeah, do that. That'd be great. You oh, do have an active God. link. Yeah. Right? Okay, good. Yeah. So good. The, you can donate money to um, the, the company. You can donate money to their show. You can come and see their show. That is a really wonderful way to support them. Um, your dates are. Yes, dates let's go are, through your right dates. Here. This is the Wool Gatherers um, dates. Our opening show is Friday, February 17th at 6.50, p.m. Are you guys in St. Mark's? We're, no, Crane. Crane. Okay. Crane. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, February 19th, 1.50 p.m. Sunday, February 26th, 5.10 p.m. Wednesday, March 1st at 7.10 p.m. And Saturday, March 4th at 1.40 p.m. Sweet. Uh, you got to get thee to Come one of show. those shows. Do you guys have any back-to-backers? I guess. No, we don't. Compare notes. Yeah, I looked. We don't. You don't. Do you have any close, close calls? We have like days after. Yeah, days after. Yeah. Well, you know what? People, uh, you can buy a pass for the the festival, I think, for 30 bucks or something like that. It's crazy town. Maybe that, maybe that, that, that might be a lie. I don't, or like a day pass for 30. I don't remember what it is. I'm going to, I'm, I run to write it down, but you go to um, horsetrade.info, check out everything about the festival. Uh, and you can see more than one show in one day, and that is encouraged because, man, it, going back to back is a great way to, you know, take in the festival, meet some of the people that are in it, and then you go out drinking afterwards and have a blast. So, let's Absolutely. go on over to our friends over here on my left, um, Libby and Allie, correct? Yes. Uh, for for uh, how to sell your gang rape baby for parts. Um, 
you how to do that. Uh, this is good. I, we want to hear about how to do this. And we want mm -hmm. to get, before we get into that really quickly, and then just as a group, and I wanted to say, um, I, 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 like I said, I'm in the festival as well. And, um, and I've done this festival plenty of times before. And every time beforehand, I freak out. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm not prepared. And I really feel unprepared this time. But are you guys, is everybody feeling super confident? Are we nervous? What's what's the feeling, the general feeling? It's like we're, it's exciting but nerve-wracking, right? Well, the the how to sell your gang rate baby for parts team, I think I... We do I, not feel confident. I think <laughs> I can say for both of us, we are, we are freaking out. I'm pretty Absolutely. sure I'm freaking Definitely out. Definitely freaking you out. Guys, are you, how are you guys pretty good? I mean, in terms of the show, I think we feel pretty... There are a lot of I loose... Fuck you guys! There are a lot of loose parts with the show, but I feel like we feel confident because we work together. Babe, well, not game right, not baby. Yeah, part. I was gang say, right. you can't sell them parts, for parts. Baby. No, you They're can't. Not that loose. Yeah, but oh, we do have dull parts. And um, oh, but whoa, um, I mean, mostly see. it's like just like promoting. It the all works fuck together. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck yes. Oh yes. Yeah, Hell yes. Promoting the fuck out of the show. Hell yes. I already, already broke the cherry on that one. Yeah, you gotta fuck. This is fucking. I hope. It yeah. gets looser and looser too. I find yeah. I find if I listen to the um, archive, which I'll, there is will be an archive of this show. Um, but if you're listening right now, might not be listening to the archive, and that would be weird. But or maybe you want to hear it again because it's just so amazing. Uh, but that'll be up uh, on Wednesday. How are you feeling, Phoebe? Are you feeling like nervous? Are you feeling excited? Yeah, I'm a mess. I'm yeah. just a total mess. Are we um, sleeping? No, are we not no, sleeping? Not sleeping. Yeah, sleep. No. What's that? No, I wake uh -huh. up in the middle of the just night. Just, yeah, yeah. I think I should have made more postcards. Yeah, yeah. Who can I get <laughs> postcards to? Are there doormen that would hand them out? I didn't people? make postcards this year because I was like, I don't, I feel like when I get postcards, I don't really. I don't do anything with them, and then I and then and so I was like, maybe I'll this year I won't do that. So I don't know. We'll see when I have two people in my audience. So yeah, I I mean it's impossible to know. know. Yeah, it's really hard. It is really hard to know. Um, we're, and we're, you know, we're totally coming to your show. Oh way. yeah, well then oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, have two I have two people. That's four. I have, I have four. I have five. 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 I'm and in. I mean this guy. Right. Craig Camp. Craig says he can't make it. Yeah. I mean I didn't get a postcard. So he's gonna. I know. Oh hold on. Let me. I'll write it here. Yeah, hold on. Let me write it down on this piece of paper. That um, works. But the thing of it is, is yeah, you just never know a uh, night to night. And sometimes it's weird because you're like on a Sunday afternoon at 2.10. You know, and it's like. <laughs> or Monday at a 10.30. Oh, Monday what? at 10.30. But though, yes, like, we do. I've got a Tuesday yeah. at 2.30. Is that worse? 10.30? I, yeah. I don't know. I have a six-year-old. Yeah. So 10.30 is pretty much yeah, know, it's bedtime. 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just come. We'll comp you. Yeah. yeah. We'll totally no, comp anybody who comes say. at 30 on Monday. Yeah. I mean, it's like OBO o or best offer, you know, at some <laughs> point. And also, like, if they want to come. Well, cause my show changes from night to night. So I'm always like, if you come one night, you want to see it again and see if it actually really does change. I'll, uh, you can, I'll comp you. You can come for free in second night like anyone's. But <laughs> maybe they will. Oh, they got diehard fans. They're just diehard. They're dieharding all over the place. Now, Craig is actually helping me out He in the show as well. We are a two-person team, uh, much like you ladies over here. Um, so I think what you guys are going to do, you guys are going to do like a little like mini play. Yeah, for we, us, right? we picked little, out a little, little snip, yeah. Yeah. A little snippet. snippet. Also, We're going to do a bit from the, the first scene. First scene. Which was the first mm -hmm. play. Darn which it, was well, the first play. Set it up or don't or just go right into it, whatever you guys feel do you think is it needs necessary. Do you think so? Let's take a drink before <laughs> they start. Let's take quick. a few. Let's All right. Cheers. 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 It's sippy time. Yeah, oh, you, you can definitely do that. At this point in the play... 
It's real early. It's real early, but we have established already that the uh, sad, <laughs> pathetic, too skinny, overly happy. Is she pathetic or are we? Aren't we all? Aren't We're we women. All? I mean, women are just pathetic, right? That's I mean, true. come on. Sad. What are we supposed to do with ourselves? <laughs> um, you know, we can't really do anything. We walk around bleeding half the time. That. I am so right now. Pretty. Oh, for real. Anyways, my little mini this little <laughs> <laughs> so we have already established at this point that uh, Bev Ann, who is, you know, all the real serious action happens off stage because uh, I'm inspired by Shakespeare. Nice. Anyways, <laughs> and she, we don't uh, want to have a gang rape on stage. No, that would. Uh, Production. It's not Game of Thrones. We, I, it's not <laughs> Game it's of not. Thrones. Thank you. Thank I don't you. think anyone would like us if we did. They don't like us anyway. No, they don't like all us. Right, no, we love you. Good for you. Yeah. Next love time. You I love you. Everybody so in this at room. this point in the play, we've already determined uh, that uh, Bevan has been gang raped yeah. at a house party it's by an entire football team. Oh. Yeah. Oh my and God. it's really, you know, that sucks. It Those happens are, out there yeah. at uh, yes. I parties. I didn't go to a school that had the uh, Greek system, and for that I am grateful. Mm. Mm. I, I went to one. I did not. But and didn't get gang raped. I'd so never I got gang raped. Um, there weren't enough real men at my school to gang rape well, anybody. Well, you went to Sarah Lawrence. I'm uh, so proud of it. <laughs> proud of it. That's not really a gang rape no. scenario. I give post. them $25 every year because I am pleased. Because you were. <laughs> just thank you for not gang raping me. Here's $25. Yeah. No, she yeah. $25. So we could, uh, this is at the part where, <laughs> and my char our characters are named after ourselves. My character is named Libby. I'm Allie. Allie's character is named <laughs> Allie. Because um, we just wanted to get real close to it, you know. <laughs> anyway, at this point, uh, we've established this, and let's go. Let's, let's just do let's it. Just all right, all right. So we're talking about the scenario. All right, go ahead. All right, let's just let's no just more preamble. Right. You, you know, you're the writer. You like to I, chat I, about it. I I'm know. always happy to talk okay. about my shit. All right, go ahead. The work speaks for itself. Y all right, does it? Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> shall let's we? See, shall you, we? You get started there. Okay. So she just went to this party and they locked her in a bedroom and took turns. Or I don't know, but she was wasted. How wasted? So wasted she barely remembers anything. She said she started to come back to consciousness and she noticed she was missing a shoe and her miniskirt was torn. And then this guy she'd never seen before smiles all close in her face and forces himself on her. She told you that? Well, she told Callie that, but I was sitting behind the partition. You should not eavesdrop on people like that. I know, but the, the thing is, Callie just kept saying to her, Bevan, it's not your fault. It's not her fault. No, I... It's not the... I know it isn't. It's not this girl's fault. She was gang-raped by athletes. No, obviously, but... She went to this party alone. So? So she goes to this party, anticipating mingling with some buff, sporty-type guys, gets blackout drunk, and now she's not responsible for what happened to her? Oh, my God. It's not Bev Ann's fault that she got raped. No, but she could have known what they were capable of. Everyone is capable of something awful. That doesn't mean we should expect them to do it. We're supposed to go around thinking a house full of drunk football players are going to be their best selves? I cannot actually believe you're trying to make this point. My point is the world is not a candy land. We can't just go out into a dangerous world and expect that everyone out there is going to look out for us. 
a bunch of large men stuck their penises into sweet little Bev Ann against her will. You know she was flirting with them before it happened. Flirting is not sex. Should the gentleman have administered a breathalyzer first to figure out if she really wanted the group thing or if they were overstepping their bounds by insisting? Insisting? A girl has the right to go out and get a little drunk without getting gang raped. Does she? What if the dudes were too drunk to realize that she was too drunk to consent? So, in a civilized society, there should be no expectation of safety? That is ridiculous. Civilization is a manufactured construct. We can't depend on that. You blame Bev Ann for her own rape. Of course I blame Bev Ann for her own rape! You think that's what she gets for going out and getting wasted? I think she was stupid. She clearly showed no sense of self-preservation. She went to a place populated by potential rapists and basically lifted her dress up over her head. She did not. She just got drunk. Do you know what her New Year's resolution was? No. No regrets. You know, that's very life-affirming. Life-affirming is her whole deal, she said. This year, I'm going to put what I want out into the universe with faith that the universe is going to send it back to me. So you know what I want to say? I want to say, boy, howdy, Bevan. How the hell's that working out for you? Did you put blacked out and raped out into the universe? Is that what you did? Honey. Mm. I don't think you like Bevan. I don't like Bevan. Is it just because she's a life-affirming intern, or is there another reason? Did you know she voted Trump? I did not know that. <laughs> And it goes on from there. So basically, Ooh. my character is a cunt. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. You're the dark. I am uh, the, uh, yeah. And I'd be the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Sort uh, of. Eventually, a, I get mine, though. So you Listen, you these, conversations, <laughs> these conversations are happening, yeah. though. And this yeah. is, yeah. like, you know, I felt like <clears throat> it was almost like, I, I was almost a little worried to make a Facebook Live of it, and I actually might delete it just because someone just might pick up that, like, you guys were having this actual <laughs> conversation. Uh-huh. You, you go Although ahead. Although it says radio show, Bridget shows, you know, join okay. us live. These are shows on the... But I I do feel like, you know, it was so real and also, like, edgy and, uh, you know, like, that that raw part where I like to go with so, some of the mm. stuff I do myself is to, is to rub people in a way that makes them uncomfortable and find out where that edge is to make them laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we, you know, sometimes the, the hard part is that deep down inside of us where we are you mm-hmm. and we are the bad person. And we, we have had those person. thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing Absolutely. is, we are the bad person. Yeah. I mean, we are all the bad person all yeah. the time. And, 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 <laughs> Amen. You know, what are... We, Let's drink to it's that. All, it's all right to be the bad person. It doesn't mean that it's it's acceptable or mm-hmm. we shouldn't be ashamed. But um, he, human beings suck. We get it wrong all the time. If we didn't get it, it wrong we all can't the time, grow. then things would be great right now. And it doesn't mean that theater can't change. Exactly. And that's the point here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Satire is real, people. Satire is real. Uh, and, you know, and God, help us all. Please save us and don't let satire die. I feel like we're having a little bit of a, an area that is uh, a line that is a difficult walk right now for satire. And it's hard because the presidency for, is is looking pretty satirical I know. right about now. It's exactly, How do you it's make making, a joke about, about something a joke? that is a fucking... Right. 
fake joke. news is oh wait goodness. is it the onion or is it fake news or right. is it wait or is it all or, the yeah. same anyway, it's like a, there's a complete equivalency yeah between we're, we're losing a line and also there's a lot of uh, satirical i think a lot of faux faux satirical sites mm-hmm. out there that are getting it wrong uh it's getting satire wrong and that's fucking mm-hmm. with people's uh idea of satire as well and and it just goes on from there i mean uh will it re- redefine comedy will it redefine what what satire is or does Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know and i hope that i'm able to go and grow with that um because it's something that i care very deeply about and i think it's something that changes uh people's minds a lot like i think music yeah and i think satire like like they're really neck and neck for me um music is the beauty and satire is the like it's the, the punch gang in the rate. face. <laughs> you know? need a punch in the face every now and then. Uh, you do need a punch in the face, and you do need to Absolutely. think about uh, these things. They are difficult things to think about, but they are important things. And when uh, Facebook makes you take the word rape out of the title of your show, then we definitely need uh, to address it more and more. And thank God for places like Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank God for places like the Frigid Festival and Horse Trade Theater Company and uh, all of the wonderful places in, in the City Sidewalk Cafe who uh, does the Antifolk festival like all these uh, little uh beautiful uh <laughs> i was gonna say back alleys and basements uh which is true hey, that's, but that's where that's I the art be. is that's alive what we're doing that's we're doing we it be. um support us come to see these shows like i said a hundred percent of the door uh does go to the artists and i think uh that's an amazing um uh, that's an amazing thing for Ooh. for us as artists. We that so rarely happens. Pretty much all of it usually goes to someone else. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play a. Uh, uh, Can I just give the dates for? Oh our yes. Show? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Thank you so much for reminding. Yes. Uh, we we are uh, and say the Saturday, name again. We are how to sell your gang rape baby for parts, and it's um you know it's almost a pamphlet <laughs> if that's what you're looking to do. We've got some great tips. and they have postcards. Great tips. Great tips on how to how to do that. The you best too. A lot of yeah. Can do you this. Can, can do this, especially listicles. since um, especially since it's uh pretty soon, abortion will be illegal. Yeah. And so what are you gonna do and with that baby? E- equal rights are on the way out. <sighs> and if you can't afford, not that they were ever really in. right. You yeah. know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you're not gonna be able to afford that funeral for your aborted fetal <sighs> remains. That's, That's right. insanity. And you got to raise money for that. You can at least you can you can birth the baby. Let's make a can, profit, uh, ladies. Let's, let's profit make a profit. You know, our bodies are all we have left, so we may Go as well me. monetize we them. We hardly have that. We have and that? we do hardly have that. Yeah. So uh, our show is Saturdays and Mondays oh. in the evenings starting Saturday the 18th. We have Monday the 20th, Saturday the 25th, Monday the 27th, and our final show, Saturday the 4th. And if you're looking to team up with the other shows um, on the broadcast this evening, Go Go Gilgamesh is right before us on Saturday the 18th. I believe you're at 5 o'clock. Is that right? Yeah. Someone did their homework. Yeah, I was sitting here, you know. Uh, And Saturday the 20th. Saturday the uh, fourth, no, rather fourth. April fourth. Um, Go go Gilgamesh March 4th. is March 4th. no no. I'm no, sorry, we'll gather. Sorry, I got right, a little drunk. It's all falling apart. It's all falling apart. Oh, all no, this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> frigid drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll gather. This is right before us on Saturday the uh, March fourth, and Go go Gilgamesh is right before us on Saturday the 18th. So you can make a 
night. A little picnic of it. And we'll see you there. We'll We'll all be there. You ought to all come. Make a picnic. Make a day of it. Uh, I don't even know when my own shows are. And some red wine. I was so busy looking at when your shows were. I was like, I don't even know. I'm kind of going back to what we were talking about before. I'm kind of just freaking out and putting it off and thinking to myself, it's it's still like a month away, right? No, Uh, it's next week. It's next week. That's what we got. Luckily. Also, I just I'm curious with um wool gatherers that yeah. Patty Smith line about uh, blessed are we among women. That's from the Hail Mary, of course. Oh, wow. ah, yeah. blessed are you know, among women. Blessed are those who. Oddly enough, I teach seventh grade catechism at my church. What? Beautiful. Pretty weird. This is a. Don't this tell is anybody, this is but an I interesting. told them where <laughs> Planned Parenthood was. Oh, oh no thank you. I won't tell you. I don't think that the I don't think anyone's is listening. You just outed probably. yourself. Well, I don't uh, think the bishop is listening to you. I mean, you? Radio Free really Brooklyn. Show. I don't know. Radio Free Brooklyn is played for many priests. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got, I you'd be well, surprised. Well, then they can come track me down many, They're going to come get you, Puss. Listen, I'm always <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> so much. So it's gonna, hard to fire a volunteer. The priests are going to come get that puss. Watch them. Yeah, they can come take the puss if they want it. They always do. Your volunteer is up for grabs. Thousands of years, the priests have been taking the puss. They can and the and the D little boys and the little boys and the little boys they do that too. Basically, whatever they want. Yeah, they pretty much just do that. They had all the money for so long. But I thought that was really interesting. Patty Smith used the line from the Hail Mary. That's fascinating. Well, she's a bit religious and does. She does. Religious. She's the Catholic. Yeah, she is. Yeah, and she. You'd have she's to know a symbolism. That Hail Mary by her. Mm-hmm. She finds the beauty yeah. in the Hail Mary, cool. full of grace. Lord is with yeah. thee. Blessed art blessed thou, thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And on that note, let's go to uh, our our wonderful um, my dog. Uh, my dog. It's it's just the craziest thing. She has her own segment on the show these days. Uh, she stays home and she listens to the show, um, uh, and so she insisted that she have a sh- uh, her own segment. So this is uh, her segment. Radio Free Brooklyn has gone to the dogs, so perk up your ears for Monumental. This monk chunk of radio is dedicated to all of our non-human listeners out there. I, Monkey Schobert Dwyer, vow to play only the best in Beagle Beats, Hound Dog Hymns, and the deepest of canine cuts. So without further ado, here's the doggiest of ditties delivered to you now.
Bees. A seven, eight, one, nine, bees. We all know them. But these bees, they got a problem. They got a problem, yeah? The humble bumblebees are dying in the hives because they've been licking them funky pesticides. They ain't been making no honey for your honey. We have to hurry, pollination is down, and that's a worry. And if they die, we're gonna miss them because they sustain our ecosystem, which means we won't survive if we don't keep those bees alive. Somebody gotta save the bees, somebody gotta save them goddamn bees. Somebody gotta save the bees, those funky flies with stripes. Somebody gotta save the bees, they're the tigers of the sky. Somebody gotta save, somebody gotta save them hot man, goddamn funky bees. You're looking at us like we're crazy. We are. So if you don't track them in a glass, don't throw your arms and scream. Just let them hump your bushes to make their sweet bumble cream. That's honey. Give them some poppies to sit on, some roses to shit on, some daisies to hit on. And if you're allergic, what a shame. And make a love to that bee. Don't do that. And make that bee your spouse. Okay. And buy a hive or a house. Have baby bees. There's too many baby bees. How can I afford to feed all these bees? Shout at your bee because it's all his fault. Laugh at your bee because he just doesn't listen. Cheat on your bee with another bee. Then realise your mistakes and apologies. Please with your bee to take you back. It was just one night. It didn't mean anything. Have a messenger horse with your bee. Fight over the baby bee work it out together amicably because you're doing it for the kids when i say saver you say bees saver bees saver bees when i say big boo you say bees big boo bees bees big boo bees, big boo bees. <laughs> Mental. That was our monumental block. Uh, we started off with um, Restless Leg. 
Restless, restless legs. Uh, and that's by Achtang Bano. And then we had Save the Bees. Monkey is an activist, of course. Monkey the dog. That's why it's monkey mental. Uh, monkey is a, an activist. And so that song was Save the Bees by Flo and Joan. Uh, we are back in studio with Mockumental. Uh, we have our Frigid Festival um, hot picks. Uh, in the studio tonight, and it's hot in here. It's getting hot. Um, I'll take off all my clothes. Yeah, let's. I, I I feel like it's a good idea. Just like one piece at a time. Just sort of by the end, you know, we're all naked and running free. Game. It could be an orgy. Um, I I'm wanted to. Not, not gonna go there. Yeah. Oh, I know what I wanted to do. I want to call Erez. How do we do that, Craig? Okay, hold on. Because um, so, he texted me. Okay, so also a three-show pass for the Frigid Festival, and you can find that on Horse Trade. Uh, and you can come to all these shows. All yeah, a three-show three pass is only $30, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Okay, look, i got to find out his number, first of all. Oh, here it is. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I want to hear a dial. I could. I could kind of hear it. I don't. We have more red wine if you want. I can't hear anything. Well, don't worry about it. Just dial and see what happens. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna hang it up again. This is great radio right here. You guys can talk while I'm doing this. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. We're just we're I just drinking we more. Oh yeah. We're looking for more beer. We are drinking more. That would be great, Craig. That'd be awesome. Drink. Amazing. I don't know how to talk. Yes, you do. Right there. Uh, we're going to try and get, uh, the, the festival court. Oh, no. Do you have the phone up? Yeah. No, I don't hear it. Is it not on here? Is it not on here? Uh, hold on. Let's try that. Hello? Hello? You're on Mockumental. Hang it up. Hello? Hello? You're on Mockumental. All right. Well, that went well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was an experiment. I have never tried to do that before. I never tried to call out. Uh, <laughs> apparently, you can do it. Uh, but, Erez, uh, if you can call us in the studio, we would really love to hear from you. Uh, the number is 718-928-9732. Uh, my tech coordinator doesn't, apparently, he doesn't know how to know how to do that so um i guess you're fired sir you're fired uh everyone craig has been fired from the show we are looking for a new tech uh savvy <laughs> kind of person anyone. to come in and push have you been inspired craig? you've been inspired by the president to just start firing people yeah, yeah. you're fired sorry craig you're fired we're all assholes you're now. fired you're fired uh god what a bloated bag of sack of shit that guy is anyway i've had a little jameson hey, still here. oh craig <laughs> sorry um uh, again, you know, the number is not, uh, 718-928-9732. You don't have to call, but we like it when you call. Uh, let's talk a little bit about like, um, let's talk about this. What is, uh, what is, you guys have all done an incarnation of the show that you're doing. So what has been one of the weirdest or strangest experiences you had with an audience member after the show, like kind of getting feedback or even on stage or something that like weird that might've happened. I, I bet I'm jumping. <laughs> I am betting you two have a couple stories to a tree. I, I had a funny thing happen one time, um, which was when we did the show the last time, we finished up the show, and you know, then you These have to. These are the how to sell your gang. How to sell your gang rape baby. Four, four parts. parts. <laughs> yeah, that's a harmony on that almost. And we did it at the festival of the offensive. And one night, we managed to get a babysitter, and my husband came, 
And when we were finished with the show and we had finished, you know, the requisite bowing and whatever, my husband was still just sitting there in the audience looking at me like, <laughs> uh, and he just looked sort of confused. And then he, he got up and he said, congratulations. And I believe he said something like, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you outside. Oh. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll. That was, that was, uh, was a, there was a hearty handshake that involved. Was and it was funny because we've actually known each other since we were 16 years old. So you'd think he'd know. Not no surprises surprise. anymore. Right. All but there is oh. And I have been pretty much exactly the same since I was Apparently, yeah, you know how to keep the guy on his toes still. Yeah, That's so that was time. pretty funny. He's a Republican now, which is funny. Uh, did he vote for Trump? No. No, 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 no thank you, my baby God. Jesus. Um, no, thank that, I wonder, like, how marriages no. are surviving. I mean, my family, my mother, my father, and my brother, and possibly my sister-in-law all voted for Trump. So. That is a horrifying, it's a hard Christmas. horrifying It's thing. a hard Christmas. Hard my, uh, Christmas. We, our director, actually, they made actually, it really easy on me. You know what they did? They were kind enough. Not We did not turn on the news. We did not talk about it. There are tr- three children. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the kids. The kids, oh, the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids, yeah. the kids, the kids. Our, our son hates Donald Trump. He went to school oh, one day shit. and he said Donald Trump encourages people to act with a bad heart. He's six oh, years old. Oh, my gosh. And, oh I, my and I said he sure as shit does. But our director, actually, her family all voted for Trump in Massachusetts where, I mean, how the fuck are you from Massachusetts and you vote for Trump? It doesn't make any sense at all. And she stayed in New York for Christmas and threw a little Christmas party. She was like, that is it. I'm not doing Christmas. Shout out to Michelle Travis, our director. She's terrific. Yeah. But no, my husband did not not vote for Donald Trump. He has been anti-Trump this whole time. And it's been sort of infuriating for him to... uh, stand up for his principles <sighs> <laughs> but he's doing it anyway because he's a good man it, it, yeah you know it's it, here's the thing i mean we're in a rough spot no matter whether trump is in the office or not i mean republicans mm. are yeah. they're yeah. like dominating they're like the super bowl team that yeah. is like <gasps> spiking the ball and, and it's interesting in the to end see, zone yeah. and being like what? and it's interesting to see those who just they don't even like out their, their principles <laughs> they don't they're even just like, like oh we don't have we don't care about our principles because we're winning and if you don't care about your principles when you're winning, then you are you are dog shit, man. You are dog but shit. But my mom and my oh, stepdad Donald are Trump splitting isn't. up. And <gasps> I think what made it easier for my mom is that my stepfather voted for Trump and then regretted it. And now she's kind of like, you idiot. <sighs> You see, fool. see, there's going to be and so many regrets. I always sad. say regrets, like the tattoo mm. that's regrets the oh, I like spelled that. incorrectly. That's, that's clever. You think they were going to regret it? They're, they're, I, they're regretting I it feel like when they're, in, when they're in the gas chamber and they're oh. just because they were voted for Trump is not going to save them from the gas chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just because they said, hey, this guy, thumbs up to him. They're still getting gas like the rest of us. So uh, we're on our way out, guys. So so come see the Frigid Festival Goodbye, because humanity. the end of the, the world is, is on its way here uh, rather quickly. Although, Next thing you know, we'll get a shopping cart and some plastic bags and just wander around Central Park. <laughs> Please don't yeah. do that, Lib. I'm thinking about it. Not you know, preemptively, at least. That's what Sartre did thoughts. after he got sick of existentialism and he realized that it was all for shit and he wandered out into the... 
Let's just protest hold off on that. Are you sure? Yeah. Just just for a little bit. Just right. pack your bag. I, I kind of like right. it. I like I like, right. I, like ready. I like what you're saying. It's like 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 let's give up. But just let's wait. Let's, let's wait till just, after the festival. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, get this, let's get these shows <laughs> done. <laughs> festival, right? And I'm going to go on okay. a little mini vacay after right the after festival. the fest. So March I'm going to go ahead and 6th, hang in. Everybody the, pack your bags. Go one I got to hang until the 14th, okay. but I'm down on the 14th. I'm, I'm down to just like, be like, uh, if I could say something like maybe like could. heartwarming about humanity. Oh, after, yeah, I yeah, mean, if you must, is there anything left to say? I agree with the darkness understanding of it. <laughs> but um, in the darkness, this is also we are to, in the dark uh, times. Uh, to answer your question, is um, our first iteration of this show was on Governor's Island. Oh, I love um, you the uh, Was it Figment? Figment. Figment Festival. I love Figment. Also begins with an F. Um, so we, at that time, were basically creating this tapestry right. that we were weaving by ourselves. Um, and so we created this huge... Uh, tapestry that we were actively in performance making. Right. And we encourage people passing by because uh, Figment, if you don't know, people are just kind of like walking around the island just kind of like looking at art pieces, stopping where they want to stop, doing right. what they want to do. Yes. It's and so I love, I've, I've performed there a and couple times. it's meant to be, couple it's meant times. to be interactive. It's, it's a beautiful festival and it's always in the summer and it's beautiful weather. It comes down just so like bizarre and beautiful even when it's not it's just it's even oh. fun even when it's raining you're it's, just like yeah it's just it's great just so majestic and an island exactly doing that art you just, or just like it's so close to manhattan yeah so um boat right away so people would come by our our weaving and we'd be kind of singing uh like an original song we wrote and like get up and randomly dancing and we'd go back to weaving and at one point we had probably like a three-year-old sitting with us weaving our tapestry right. and across from her was probably a woman in her like mid to late 60s who was um trying to do some activist work about somewhere in like middle america trying to like help create a voice and she was a part of the festival but she took a break and came over and wanted to our little area she wanted to weave. and so we, we had this like beautiful trajectory of like oh this like three-year-old little girl this like 60 mid 60 year old woman all in, around this tapestry with all of us, this like diverse group of people just doing the same task and kind of like sharing and chatting with each other and just like being present in the space. And I think like focus on the task at hand. Yes. Is focus I on think the task the, at hand and is, focus on the present. Is, is and the message maybe. And I like tapestry and trajectory. Like with, tapestry and trajectory. You got you. I'm going to, I'm just going to give you the, go ahead and give you the points tonight. <laughs> Uh, you have been just w bobbing and weaving with your words. Uh, Phoebe is a close second. You know. um, and just to, like walk down the street and like look people in the eyes. Yeah, isn't that and, like, nice? People are yeah. people now. I find are like wanting you to look them in the eyes and to look and to in not, the eyes and to be like, like we not hey, knowingly. We're like, mm -hmm. I hear you. I see you. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking accountability for you while I walk by. I you feel like the it's street. like post 9/11 again. Yeah, yeah. and, and we're yeah. sort of absolutely even even when like the subway is at its most packed and it's just this most like miserable moment and it's just like we all just know we want to. And we do. We're like, as New Yorkers, I'm like, I just want to get there. I just want to get it done. I just get out, get on the train right, and get the fuck right. out of my way. I take an extra moment. And I think most people yeah. are taking that extra moment to sort of really look and go, you know, <laughs> these are the end. It's just the humanity. Oh, that all, we want you know? yeah. And and uh there is a lot of that left. And you, you know, I mean, we have this dictator in office and yes, that is terrible. But we also have checks and balances which boom boom are just this 
last couple of days are coming into they're yes. coming into play, yeah, and you Thankfully. know they're yeah. they're saying a lot of Trump voters don't believe that <laughs> don't that they they believe that Trump they did this poll so they believe that Trump should be able to overturn any court ruling. <laughs> yeah, that's because those people did not actually get a civics education. That's because first what the Republicans did was destroy the educational right. system mm. and then they manipulated the voter and right. now the voter doesn't understand civics. But also I will say this their memes own rights. memes fucked us all up. Yeah. Memes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I read, I heard this whole story on NPR, which I'm a huge, uh, you know, if you're not going to give to R- RFB, then give to NPR because NPR is the fucking bomb. And uh, um, This American Life is one of my favorite shows in the mm-hmm. world. And I listen to it to fall asleep, but sometimes they do like scary, sad stories. And, but they were doing this, uh, the, one of the stories was about Trump voters and it, or not Trump voters, but the Trump meme Ralliers, amazing, and they're like, we got him into the office because we can make good memes, and it's true. Like I believe, at the end of that story, we memed him into office. I believe it. They're called. I haven't heard of this. uh, The deplorables. They had a deplorable. For the deplorables, the deplorable ball was to sell. They had brought all these guys, mostly, of course, men yeah, who uh, they brought all these men in to celebrate yeah. the victory. Like they paid the, the 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 Trumps paid for these guys to come and have this deplorable ball celebrating their memeing their memeing their way. And and in Trump, I mean, not for nothing, but he's the biggest Twitter troll in the. In the universe. Yeah. I, th- I yeah. bet they had bad drugs at that ball. I know. <laughs> bad drugs, <laughs> bad worst. meals, you know, bad times. Just, you, you know, like no women. Just like weak no, drugs. just like shitty, shitty drugs. Yeah. yeah. It's like cocaine like you would only cut so with lucky. baby. Yeah. So much baby yeah. laxatives. It was really just a bunch of acetaminophen and, yeah, uh, baby laxatives. It's just terrible. You remember. You must so have been sad. around in the 90s. I was. You remember that. I was. Yeah, oh, I remember it. And it's making me have to go poop right yeah. now, so let's not. All right, Phoebe, like you. More You've done this incarnation of the show for quite, or this. You both been developing for quite some time, as you said. So, like, what, what do you, what, what's, what's something that stands out to you as like one of the things that like either changed the course of the show, or maybe was an interesting moment between you and an audience member, or I don't know, you and a ah, cast crap. member. I don't know. I, I know there's so many, right? Ah, man, ah, I should have been ah, thinking of something while I was listening to I, everybody else. <laughs> what was I doing? Just sitting so here riveting. thinking about Trump and getting upset. I know. <laughs> That's what happens. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> we get distracted. We're supposed to focus on the task at hand. But then we get distracted by the like pretty little threads and you know the know, terrible I... things that don't work and we're like, why? Let's drink. <laughs> okay. Uh, drink at home, everybody. If you don't know, the drinking game is to drink every time I case. I fucking tell you to. Okay? That's just what happens when Trump is in office. I'm sorry. It's going to wipe my tears away. Okay, Phoebe, tell us something that's going to save humanity right now. Um. Okay. So, a nun, a rabbi, and no. Um, <laughs> so, um, no, I don't know. I think... You know, thinking about all the the political situation in in the world, and a friend of mine wrote on Facebook, you know, around Christmas time, saying, "If anybody's excited about Christmas this year, they're stupid because you know, blah blah." They're like, stupid. It's a they're horrible. Dumb. Yeah, basically, Christmas you know, is I think over. <laughs> Jesus is gone. And I just felt like, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. But then on the other hand, I'll be damned if I'm going to let Donald Trump take Christmas away from me too. Like, fuck that. Thank you. Yeah, and and. 
And same with theater and same with everything else that I love. And I feel like it, it makes me feel very protective of the things that I love and makes me feel oh, more crazy protective. patriotic. I feel like I want to get a big American flag yeah. and like hang right. it in front of my house yeah. now. This, this, yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. We need to remember that what we're doing is patriotic. Speaking I, against the one hundred protesting, all of it is is patriotic, yeah. and we should feel good about it. And don't let anybody who's like, "Oh, you whiny little babies can't take it because your guy didn't win, your lady didn't win, your whatever, yeah. whoever didn't win." But I think also, I mean, it's the idea that we don't always have to give weight to Donald Trump, and we don't need to always mm. call him out mm-hmm. in our performances mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that just we can gives go him around. power. Like, you guys are going we can just around. Keep like doing... We're going around. No, no, no. no. I absolutely not. But, but what I'm saying is, like, you can just keep doing what you're doing right. and know that what you're doing Lead is... Lead by example. Right. It's obviously anti-Trump, and you are every day... Just by being artists, we're anti-Trump. The power. What I, what I There's no artist that's like... I, I keep finding it yes. shocking that... that uh, Christians are in favor of Trump, and like Trump is coming out and being like, "Well, you're the I'm a Christian and whatever," and it's like every catechism teacher, (laughs) right? I mean, I'm Catholic, and it took a like I took a lot of years of atheism and reading existentialism to come back around to the Catholic tradition that my (laughs) dad's second wife raised me with. That's a beautiful journey, though. Well, it was. Look, I had a great time, but the thing is, (laughs) great or not so great. (laughs) No, I. You know, just a little bit of both. Here and there. Here and there. It was all right. But, uh, you know, the thing that really drives me crazy is that all of these people are associating Trump with Christianity and Trump is saying that he's a Christian. And it's like the only thing being Christian means is that you want to be kind to all people and you believe in equal rights for everybody. That's what that's the only thing that Christianity is. I know, and I've pressed pressed my brother for the exact same reason because he voted for Trump. And I'm like, but don't. Don't you believe in Jesus? Like, don't you believe like Jesus is the same? And he's like, nice. He's like, yeah. He's like, but they didn't have Muslims back in Jesus' time. Oh my god! Actually, he didn't say it like that. And I don't want to make. Listen, my brother is one of the smartest people I have ever met, and it is hard to have an argument with him because he was in the um, special ops and Navy special ops part, and so he's like, well, there's just stuff I can't tell you, and that's why. I know better than you do. And I'm like, God. And he doesn't have a Southern accent either, but I just made it. I do. <laughs> I take <laughs> some the twi- I'm sorry. But I'm just, you know, because many Southern you people know, are just y- wonderful. Y'all are crazy down there. You are. We are crazy a little crazy. The war of Northern aggression mm. and all that. Well, I'm let's not. do a wrap up. We're at 949. You're listening to Mockumental here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And it's down. been, uh, you yes, know, you we're, spinning, we're spinning. We're spinning. Just have another the, drink. Uh, well, <laughs> the beauty and the horror that is uh, uh, the life outside the theater. Uh, come, come, be with us in the life inside the theater. Come, uh, experience something that will change you, that will help you grow, that will, uh, you know, let you in on uh, someone's interesting perspective. Um, Craig was, <laughs> Craig, I cut your segment, babe. Do you want to do your segment? No, okay. Craig's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel so bad now. Here, we're going to we'll do, do kiss. Let's kiss. Let's do kiss. <laughs> you guys, these people are adorable. Aren't we adorable? <laughs> Craig usually does you this segment called... Uh, we'll do it on the next one, though, because it, it'll still sort of be Valentine's-y. Yeah, uh, but we... Uh, but Can he I does... ask you guys? You guys are married. Yeah, we are. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Mm, he doesn't. Every day is Valentine's <laughs> Day, don't you know? <laughs> it's just such bliss. Oh, uh, bliss. Life. We just celebrate like getting through time together. Like we're we're on fourteen years and we'll be seven years married in March, right? Well, ding. 
Beautiful. Ding Let's that. drink. Let's drink. Ding to that. Yeah. Ding to that. Beautiful. I'm back on the LaCroix now. Jeez. Um. LaCroix. Mm. Christian LaCroix. Coconuts. I would also not mind if Coconut LaCroix wanted to uh, sponsor the show because I'm a super big <laughs> fan. And I during dry January, as people know, I did dry January. Oh, uh, it was a rough time. It's over. I know. Yeah, we're so done now with I'm on. She's on Jamie's side. Just want to make sure. <laughs> wait, 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 there's just like a tiny bit left. Oh. Oh. The bottle mm. is now empty. But, it, but I only had a little. I didn't. I, I was, I've been. I've been measuring it off. I'm like, it you can't matter. go crazy, Kelly. No bush. Um, no bush. I know. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So I need to make sure. Okay. What I need is about three minutes uh, time at the end. So I want to go around. Um, mm. And I want to uh, let's do a summation, uh, some moment, a uh, some of all parts. A sommelier. A sommelier. Uh, <laughs> some get some debt. I don't know. Now I'm not. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm reaching. I'm reaching. But um, let's start with Phoebe since we started with you in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's just uh, talk one more time about your show. Uh, maybe say one show that you specifically want people to come to. Opening, closing. Uh, and why they should, why are they, why should they come to your show? Okay. So this show is called Gogo Gilgamesh and it's a joke folk retelling of the ancient Sumerian epic of Gilgamesh, which maybe you read in high school, but if you didn't, then you don't have to, which is nice. You can come <laughs> see the show and it's, um, get a lesson. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a musical romp. It's a, it's fun for the whole family as long as the uh, family doesn't mind some swear words and it would be great if people could come to any of the shows, but especially our opening night, because I'm very nervous that no one will come to any show. And so I could get my fears assuaged, allayed. What do you do with a fear? Yeah, assuaged, I yeah. think. Okay, nice, good. Nice, yeah. Another nice vocab. Yeah. Let's do that. Assuage me. Thank you for that. Please. <laughs> um, February 15th at 8.50. And... Um, Go to uh, the internet to learn more. Yes, uh, it's uh, horsetrade.info. Uh, all the and then just hit Frigid Festival, and you can find all the shows here uh, tonight. Uh, let's move on to the wool gatherers. Why should we come to your show? And what sh which specific show are you trying to get more people to? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... And it's... the reviewers come to the first or second show, so I guess um, we kind of want people... And, or, like, show. in my case, I'm like, don't come to the first or second right, show. Right, right. Yeah, like, I mean, it's... I don't really know how it's going to go. Sometimes the first show is... Uh, I need so a good. couple of... Uh, Ours will be great. Yeah. yeah. We've done this before. Yeah. We've gotten out all the kinks. Our first yes. show will be epic. Yes. Yeah. I mean, please come I to... I come mean, to all you. the shows. Yeah, but why... Look, give me one good specific reason... Why we they should come yeah. to your show? I mean, I sort of think this is a, a beautiful time of community and coming together. I think art is healing, art is love, art is progress, and this is the time. That's a we, fucking bumper sticker where right we, there. <laughs> the, uh, this is the time where we can sort of band together as community and support one another, and to hear one of those voices and to embrace the diverse the, the diversity in uh, all of our voices. And this show, I could see people coming who are fans of Patti Smith from the 60s and 70s. A new fan. People who just read Just Kids yesterday, who were <gasps> so just M-Train, people who are 20 years old, 18 years old. And and those in the middle who kind of like kind of know her um, and are kind of interested in her world. And to see sort of like how we put our flair in it, because we are in a very experimental theater company that um, likes to do poetic movement-based text 
and we'd love to come see how we've put our mark on all of this and I think anyone can come and sort of take their own meaning from it uh, and we'd love to talk to you about it after and there are no there are no answers whatever you think is the right answer the audience the audience puts their own yeah. spin on the you and know that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing we're all waiting yeah. for is is the you you know they make the sense of what yeah. we are giving them so, I think a it, gift I think in this time you kind of like have that in your brain of what we're dealing with you come to see something and you kind of put that on your mark of how you see a show and like that's the right answer that's all we need to hear there wool gatherers yeah go to uh horse trade.info um let's take it to uh, how to sell your gang rig baby for part for parts for parts for parts uh and salmation there's, there's why no should we come i mean really i feel like that sells itself right there you know you'd hope try. so yeah <laughs> you know uh, one thing that i do in in um my satirical writing is I try and make it so that you hate yourself for laughing. <laughs> that thing where you're laughing and you're like, why am I laughing? I don't think this is funny. Ha. That is a, actually an amazing selling point. Because so we will a, punch you in the face. Yes. Yeah. And it's sublime. Our show and is sublime. And maybe knee you in the balls. We, we may do that. So come to opening. Yeah, you should come to opening, which come is the opening. on 218. On February 18th, which is next Saturday at 6.40 p.m. And if you can't come to that... Come you to can. Monday Go to the twentieth at seven. Which is President's Day. What better day oh, for our political yeah. protest piece? Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, but I, I totally think you should come to the opening night, which is six forty. Show some love. Show some love. Show, uh, some, show love. some love for we'll the whole be festival. There. We would yeah. love. We to have. See you. It's the eleventh annual Frigid Festival. It's amazing that uh, this sh- the festival has grown so much. Um, my show is in there. It's called Not Show Business. Please check it out on the website. Uh, I wanted to play a love song for my husband um, before we end it tonight. Uh, thank you guys all so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's been an amazing, real, real joy. Uh, thank you, Kelly. A joyous and fun a experience. Fun. And this is why Frigid works is because we're all getting together and we're we're. What are we? What are we doing? We're focusing on the task at hand. Task at hand. The present um, and now. This is song is song I wrote actually, but this is my best friend uh, Pamela covering it. Uh, she's an amazing singer. Check her out at Champagne Pam, Pamela Lewis. Uh, it's called Clone You, and it is a love song. <laughs> but I do love singing this song to him too, because it is a love song. <laughs> when it is legal. Yes. And science is finally gone. I am going to clone you. After I try it out on my dog. And it's socially acceptable. I am going to clone you. To deal with me and all my stuff <laughs> To love you, my dear Will alleviate my growing fear Then you'll get going When the going gets tough I swabbed your mouth for DNA. <laughs> <laughs> the 
bag and hide it in a cool, dark place. I am gonna clone you. Cause why love you is not enough to deal with me and all my stuff. Thank you. 